ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار عباد الله قال الامام ابن القيم رحمه الله تعالى فان الله سبحانه وتعالى قد جعل الصبر جوادا لا يبكي وجنودا لا يهزم وحصنا حصينا لا يهدم فهو والنصر اخوان شقيقان ابن القيم رحمه الله تعالى هي سيد that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made patience like a horse that never gets tired an army that can never be defeated and a strong fortress that can never be breached he said patience and victory are like twin brothers فالنصر مع الصبر والفرج مع الكرب والعسر مع اليسر for indeed he said Patience and victory are like twin brothers for victory comes with patience relief comes with distress and ease comes with hardship wa huwa ansar li sahibihi min ar-rijal bila uddah wala adad and he said patience is more of help to a person than many men as it helps without any need for equipment or numbers and its relationship to victory is like of is like that of the head to the body ibn al-qayyim rahimahullah mentions the status of our sabr and the importance of perseverance our patience and perseverance and that it has to be with the muslim at every moment in his life whether it's with him when, when he worships allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or when he abstains from muharramat or when he has to accept the divine decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he deals with his family when he deals with his brothers at every moment the mu'min is in need of sabr a person is in need of sabr and his success in this world and the year after is dependent upon his level of sabr upon the level of his patience and his perseverance 
There are many ayat. In fact, some scholars mention up to 90 verses. 90 ayat of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about sabr. Or he mentions the virtue and the status and the importance of sabr. From amongst them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said that indeed, inna Allah ma'as sabirin. That indeed Allah is with the sabirin. Allah is with those who have patience. Which means that his guidance and his victory and his support and his aid and his blessings is always with those who have patience. It's always with those who bear patience and they persevere through their trials and tribulations and tests. Inna Allah ma'as sabirin. This is enough as a consolement for any person going through any difficulty. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's divine aid and his assistance, his guidance and his blessings and his mercy is with you. And ultimately his victory will be with you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made leadership conditional upon patience and yaqeen. As Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْهُمْ أَئِمَّةً يَهْدُونَ بِأَمْرِنَا لَمَّا صَبَرُوا وَكَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا يُوقِنُونَ And we made from among them leaders giving guidance under our command. لَمَّا صَبَرُوا When they were patient and used to believe with certainty in our ayat. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah he said بِالصَّبْرِ وَالْيَقِينَ he said, with sabr and certainty, will a person acquire leadership in the religion. For a person to acquire any form of leadership, he requires two things. Number one is a sabr, and number two is leadership, or yaqeen, certainty in the ayat of Allah subhanahu, and in the, in, the, in the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says وَإِن تَصْبِرُوا وَتَتَّقُوا لَا يَضُرُّكُمْ كَيْدُهُمْ شَيْئًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ مُحِيطٌ But if you remain patient and you have taqwa you are of the people who are muttaqoon then لَا يَضُرُّكُمْ كَيْدُهُمْ شَيْئًا Then not the least harm will harm such a person No type of harm will harm such a person إِنَّ اللَّهَ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ مُحِيطٌ For surely Allah surrounds all that they do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surrounds all that they do. What this ayah teaches us is that any person who's faced with any type of harm, or an enemy and so forth, Allah addresses them and says, وَإِن تَصْبِرُوا وَتَتَّقُوا That if you have patience, if you persevere, and you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لا يضركم كيدهم شيئا. Then none of their plots will affect you. None of their plans will affect you. Subhanallah. Allah azza wa jal also informs us about Prophet Yusuf alayhi salam. And the reason that he achieved, the position that he achieved, after going through so much of tests and difficulty throughout his life from a youngster, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Innahu mayyattaqi wa yasbir Fa inna Allah la yudhi'u ajral muhsinin That it was because of his patience and his taqwa in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That he achieved this Verily he who fears Allah Mayyattaqi wa yasbir And he bears patience He perseveres Then indeed Surely Allah makes not the reward of the muhsinin to be lost so these are the two ingredients, two characteristics that each of us are in need of. It's to acquire the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to bear patience. It's that we fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, abstaining from his muharramat, from the forbidden matters, and fulfilling our wajibat, and then to bear patience with, 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 with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the two ingredients for success. In this world and in the year after. This is what Allah makes clear regarding Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam. This was the reason Allah gave him that victory and success. And of course he will achieve the highest of success in the, in the akhirah. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah also says that Allah informs us that he loves the sabirin. And he says this is the greatest encouragement. This is the greatest encouragement. For Allah said in the Quran, Surah Ali Imran, Wallahu yuhibbu sabirin. That Allah loves the people of patience and perseverance. That Allah loves the people who persevere. They are not those who lose their cool, who lose their iman, or those who become angry, or those who cannot abstain themselves from haram. For this is also a form of sabr. Allah loves those who have sabr. This is enough of an encouragement for us to work and try our best to be of those who achieve the level of the sabirin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ And give glad tidings to the sabirin, the people of patience and perseverance. إِذَا أَلَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبَةً when any calamity befalls them, when any hardship befalls them, any difficulty comes their way, what is the characteristic of the Sabirin? He does not sway. He doesn't become angry. He says, indeed, unto Allah do we belong, and unto Allah will we return. This is the character of the Muslim. He understands it's, not, it's not, nothing but the decree of Allah. He understands that this is the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no matter how great the calamity, no matter how great the loss. So the first thing that he says is, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Putting things into perspective. That ultimately, ultimately, no matter what happens in this dunya, we belong to Allah. We are slaves of Allah. And we are returning unto Allah. So no matter what we face of hardship and difficulty and calamity, we put it into perspective. That ultimately we are still on our journey towards Allah. We are going to return to Allah. So let us be patient. Let us persevere. For this dunya is very short-lived. And the akhirah is eternal. So let us endure the tests of this world. So that we can achieve the highest ranks in the year after.
But Allah does not stop there in these verses and He says, أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِّنْ رَبِّهِمْ And upon these people, Allah Azza wa Jal says, is the salah upon them. They will be forgiven and blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because of this attitude, because of this patience, and وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُهْتَدُونَ They are those who will be rightly guided. Because of their sabr, because of their perseverance. When going through difficulty and hardship, which is a must that will happen in this dunya. We are not living in Jannah. This is the dunya that's to prepare us for Jannah. We will face hardship and difficulty. But Allah Azza wa Jal tells us and He says, وَاسْتَعِينُوا بِالصَّبْرِ وَالصَّلَاةِ وَإِنَّهَا لَكَبِيرَةٌ إِلَّا عَلَى الْخَاشِعِينَ Allah says, when you face difficulty, when you face your hardships, it must come your way and it will come your way. When this happens, seek help in patience, in sabr and in salah. Seek help through patience and through salah. When that hardship comes, first and foremost bear patience. First and foremost put things into perspective and do not lose your cool or become agitated. And then turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make dua unto Allah. Make salah. Perform salah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guarantees that He will send you ease. Through this, Allah will ease your affairs. Through this, Allah will open up your doors and so forth. Walhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us that the desire to earn his reward and to turn away from this dunya and its adornments is attained only by those who are patient. Which is the ultimate goal of the mu'min in this world. Is to attain the rewards of Allah. Is to attain the rewards of Allah and not to be distracted by the dunya. By the beauties and the adornments of the dunya. He says this will only be attained by the people of sabr. Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ وَيْلَكُمْ ثَوَابُ اللَّهِ خَيْرٌ لِمَنْ آمَنَ وَعَمِنَ صَالِحًا وَلَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا الصَّابِرُونَ Allah said, but those who have been given knowledge said, Woe to you, the reward of Allah is better for those who believe and do righteous good deeds. And this none shall attain except those who are the sabirun. And what was the context of this statement? It was when the people saw what Qarun had of treasures in this world. The amount of treasure and wealth that he possessed the people mentioned that they were inclined to what he had they longed to what he had and then the people of knowledge said to them woe unto you the reward of Allah is better for those who believe and do righteous deeds but no one will attain this except the sabirun no one will attain this except the Sabirun. Indicating to them that striving for the pleasures of the dunya is not going to benefit you. It's short-lived. It's, it's, it's deceiving. And in the akhirah, it will be a place of regret. Wallahu musta'an. In a hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
mentioned many virtues of sabr. From amongst them, he said, "Man yatasabbar yusabbiruhullah." Whoever is patient, and he tries his best to show patience, then Allah will bestow patience upon him. If a person tries his best, he's going through hardship and difficulty. Something befalls him. He fights his nafs and tries to be patient. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Allah will assist him with this. Allah will grant him patience." وَمَا أُعْطِيَ أَحَدٌ عَطَاءً خَيْرًا وَأَوْسَعَ مِنَ الصَّبْرِ And then he said, No one is given anything better or more generous than patience. That there is nothing that is more beneficial and better and generous unto a person than him being given the gift of sabr. Than being a person who can endure things with patience. In a hadith, Umm Salamah, Umm Al-Mu'mineen, the mother of the believers, radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, Ma min muslimin tusibhu musibah, fayakulu ma amarahu. He said, there is no Muslim who is stricken with a calamity and says what Allah has instructed him to say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. And he says, Allahumma ajudni fi musibati wa akhlif li khayran minha. He says, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. And then he says, Allahumma ajudni fi musibati. Oh Allah, reward me for my suffering. Reward me for this affliction. And compensate me with something better. Wa akhlif li khayran minha. This is a dua we should all learn. We know, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. We should learn the next part, which is to say, Allahumma, Allahumma ma'ajurni fi musibati. Oh Allah, reward me in this affliction. وَأَخْلِفْ لِي خَيْرًا مِّنْهَا And compensate me with something better. Whoever says this, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah will compensate him with something better. Allah will compensate him with something better. Yani whatever you've lost, whatever you've, has befallen you, if you say this and sincerely believing in it, Allah will compensate you with something better. So Umm Salama radiallahu ta'ala anha when her husband Abu Salama passed away who was a good righteous man and a very good husband unto her she was reminded of this hadith and she recited the dua she said the dua inna lillahi and the rest of the dua may Allah reward me for this calamity her husband has passed away and reward me or compensate me with something better she then made a statement and she said, But what can be better than Abu Salama? Yani this man was so righteous, so good, so pious, a sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She questioned and she said, What can be better than him? She looked amongst the men. Who of them can be better than who? Abu Salama. It was not long after this that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself married Umm Salama. That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidul Khalq, the best of creation, married Umm Salama. And this is how Allah rewarded her. We could say because of this dua. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever says this, he will be given better than what he lost. But we should say this with yaqeen, with conviction and certainty that this will bring about something better. Even if we cannot see it, even if it's beyond our knowledge, 
Wallahu ya'lam wa antum la ta'lamun But Allah knows and you do not know In another hadith The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Ajaban li amri al-mu'min Inna amrahu kullahu khair Amazing hadith And he said Amazing is the affair of the believer For all of his affairs are good All of his affairs Will be good وَلَيْسَ ذَاكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنِ But this does not apply except to the believer. That all of these affairs are good, it only applies to the true believer. Not to the non-Muslim or the kafir or the person whose iman, iman is, is lacking. And then what did he say? إِنْ أَصَابَةُ سَرَّاءَ شَكَرَةَ فَكَانَ ذَلِكَ خَيْرًا لَهُ If he, some goodness comes his way, if Allah blesses him in some way, shakara, he shows gratefulness and gratitude. So this is something good for him. Whatever of goodness, ni'mah, bounties Allah bestows upon him, <coughs> he shows gratitude. He says, Alhamdulillah. He uses these favors and he worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through them and with them. Allah bestows wealth upon him. He uses that wealth in the path of Allah. He has good health. He uses his health to worship Allah. And any other favor, he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala verbally and in practice. But if any hardship befalls him, any harm comes his way, any calamity befalls him, difficulty comes his way, he becomes patient. He has patience. He perseveres through the test. So this is also something good for him. That difficulty, that hardship, he understands it as a test. And he bears patience. And he knows that with sabr comes victory. And with sabr that hardship comes ease. He understands how the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works. So whatever hardship comes his way, sabrah. So even this test is a good thing for him. Even this test is a good thing for him. Because at every moment that he is bearing patience, Allah forgives his sins. Even if it's a prick of a thorn, of difficulty, of hardship, that's a sin that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wipes away. He puts things into perspective. He understands the context of this life versus the context of the year after. He understands the purpose of tests in this world. It's there to raise the rank of the mu'min. It's there to raise the rank of the mu'min. It's not to bring him down or to destroy him. Allah tests us so that we can come back to him. So that we have sabr and we make tawbah and repent unto him. May Allah Azza wa Jal make us of the sabirin. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Aqulu hadha al-qawl. Wa astaghfirullah al-azim li walakum. Wa li walidayya wa li walidikum. ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد أيها المسلمون 
In the first part of the khutbah, we've mentioned some of the virtues of sabr. Some of the ayat that Allah has mentioned of sabr and the importance of sabr. We've mentioned a hadith on how sabr should be with the mu'min at all times. So that all of his affairs will be good. However, the scholars have also mentioned that sabr is of three types. As-sabru ala thalathati anwa' Sabr is of three types. The first type of sabr that we are in need of is the sabr to perform the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To fulfill the wajibat of Allah requires sabr. It requires patience and perseverance. It requires us to fight our nafs. To fast a day for the sake of Allah requires sabr. To stand up for fajr requires sabr. To sit with the Quran on a daily basis requires sabr. To give charity requires sabr. And so forth. To fulfill the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to do righteous deeds. When we go beyond the wajibat, the sunnah requires sabr. The sunnah requires sabr. For a female to wear her hijab requires sabr. For a male to grow his beard requires sabr. To uphold the sunnah requires sabr, especially amongst widespread innovation. It requires sabr. So to fulfill any righteous deed requires us to fight our nafs, which is a form of sabr. To stand up for qiyamul layl requires sabr upon the nafs. And so forth. So when we speak about sabr, this is the first type of sabr that we need to acquire. The second form of sabr is sabr we need to, to stay away from haram. Each person has within his nafs some form of evil that is inclined towards some type of haram. And each person has his weaknesses and each person will fall into sin. This is inevitable. But this does not mean that we openly walk into sin and belittle our sins. We have to fight our nafs to abstain from sin as much as possible. And this is what is a form of sabr. To prevent yourself from things which are haram or makruh. Or makruh is something that requires sabr. It's something that requires perseverance and patience on our part. And these two forms are usually not mentioned with sabr. Usually with sabr we only associated with difficulty and hardship. But sabr is required in the worship of Allah. To pray salah properly requires sabr. To stay focused in the salah requires your patience. And perseverance not to think ahead, not to worry what's going to happen later on. I need to focus on the salah now. That's patience. That's perseverance. And the third form of sabr is the sabr upon the decree of Allah Azza wa Jal. That whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees, whether it's something good or bad, we have sabr with that. We acknowledge, we understand, we put things into perspective. This is the qadr of Allah. This is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why when anything happens that we dislike, 
anything happens that was not the way you planned it to happen, not the way you hoped it to happen, we should say, Qaddarallahu wa ma sha'afa'al. Prophet instructed us to say, Qaddarallahu wa ma sha'afa'al. Which means Allah has decreed this and He does whatever He wants. We have to accept and understand this. When it's a calamity, when it's something that has happened, we say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. And the dua that we mentioned. But this is showing patience with the decree of Allah. The mu'min is not the person who tears his clothing or slaps his cheeks. As the hadith mentions. Because this is a form of showing that he's angry with the decree of Allah. And he's not bearing patience. He's a person who accepts the decree of Allah and he bears patience. And the higher level is that he is pleased with the decree of Allah. There's a difference between accepting it and being okay with it and saying, I'm pleased with the decree of Allah, that whatever Allah decrees, I'm pleased with the decree of Allah. It's narrated that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make a dua and say, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-rida ba'da al-qada. Oh Allah, I ask you for your pleasure after your decree. Whatever you've decreed, make me someone who's rida with it. Someone who is pleased with it. And this should be something that we strive for. It's a higher level. When something bad happens, something that we didn't plan happens, we say, Alhamdulillah, this is the decree of Allah and I'm happy with it. Even if it goes against what I desired, against my nafs, but I'm happy with it. This is the higher level of being happy and pleased with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what's upon us is to fight and to work on our nafs. This is a form of tazkiyah to nafs. That we have to purify our nafs, purify our souls. And learn to accept the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Learn this characteristic of sabr. For every Muslim is in need of sabr at every moment. Either you are fulfilling something that you have to do of good, it requires sabr. Or you have to stay away from something bad, it requires sabr. Or you have to accept the decree of Allah, whether it's good or bad, you require sabr. Dealing and interacting with people on a daily basis requires sabr. This is the crown on the head of the mu'min. And it's that fortress that cannot be breached, as Ibn al-Qayyim said. It is the medicine. It is the medicine for all of our problems. It's the cure for our problems. That whatever comes, we have sabr. And through this we will acquire victory and success في dunya wal akhirah in this world and in the year after. هذا وصلت وسلم رعاكم الله على بشير النذير محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما فقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة وتابعين وتابع التابعين وعن معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين 
اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصر ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى اللهم إنا نسألك الرضا بعد القضاء يا حليم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين فصل الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين